This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We've been telling you all week long that apparently the U.S. Postal Service recognizes this week as National Dog Bite Awareness Week. So we've had a lot of dog facts on here. I don't think that's a very catchy name for it, and Mm -hmm. people aren't catching on because of that. Yeah. It's very long. National (laughs) Dog Bite Awareness Week. I mean, they need to come up with something short and clever. Like, Dog Bite Week. That's not bad. Shark Week, maybe, something like that. Okay. Well, you know your dog suffers from anxiety and depression, but uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Well, maybe not your dog. No, you know what my dog freaks out about is what? thunderstorms. Yeah. He oh. really gets upset about thunderstorms. Well, a lot of people put their dog on antidepressants. Wow. There's an increasing number of vets who are prescribing puppy Prozac for down, I guess, uh, in, down in the dumps kind of dogs sitting around that's not that have high anxiety. It's a crazy hmm. world we live in when even the dogs are on medication. Yeah. I used to have to give my Daisy Xanax just to oh. groom her. Yeah. Wow. She'd get her drugged up because she would panic. You know, and also dogs, they suffer from uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Did you know that? I do. There's the dogs that do the same thing over and over and they yeah. like eat holes in the wall and things. Exactly. Scientists have identified a gene that makes the animal susceptible to OCD and it's called, I guess it's canine compulsive disorder is what they're calling it. But researchers found that some dog breeds like Dobermans and Bull Terriers, they like chase their tails more than other dogs and spin in circles when the dog does that. It's kind of funny. I, I'm OCD. I'll spin around three times around my bed before I lay down. <laughs> I've seen him try to catch his tail before. Yeah. Why do dogs do that? They'll circle their bed or wherever they're about to lie down for three times. Now, that's actually some kind of an instinct that protects them. They make sure that they I, maybe has to do with seeing if there's any predators could get to them or mm-hmm. just even maybe making the bed matted down for them to lay on. Could be. But uh, also watch out, your pet might be down in the dumps because you're a smoker. And they say secondhand smoke can give dogs cancer. So smoke gets caught in the dog's hair, and they lick their hair, and all of a sudden, oh. you know, they, it's harmful to them. Oh, wow. Yeah, that yeah. terrible dog tongue cancer. Mm. I don't know if it's that kind of cancer or oh. not. But well, you said they were licking, I thought, maybe. But secondhand smoke is bad for your pet as well, if you are a smoker. And you know your dog can laugh. Have you ever heard your dog laugh? I've seen them smile in pictures. <laughs> Boy, I, all, those, all those videos that they have online. Yeah. But dogs can actually laugh, they've discovered. And I'd like to know more about that. Yeah. 
because I'm like, what does it look like? You know what? I, I was trying to think about that myself, and I'm like, you know, is that maybe that's why they do weird things. Dogs are trying to make other dogs laugh. Like when they're sniffing the other dog's butt, they're like, hey, I'm going to make uh, Jerry laugh over here. Because <laughs> 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 I would do that. I'd laugh if Cato did that to Tom. I'm like, that'd be funny, you know. Or if the dog is actually carpet skin, it's like the, what they're doing. It's not an itchy bottom. They're just trying to make the other dog laugh. Hey, watch his. <laughs> <laughs> Except they do it when there's not other dogs. Yeah. I will say this. My dog does this kind of a cough sneeze thing. Uh-huh. And I read up on it, and it's not because they need to cough or sneeze. It's part of their way of communicating with you. And a lot of times he'll do it when he's annoyed. So, like, (laughs) if someone accidentally closes the bathroom door where his water is, he'll go over there, and instead of scratching the door, he'll be like, ah. (laughs) ah." He's like a little kid almost. Like, they're huffing. You know how they get get all like, (laughs) oh, come on. I I got to clean up my room. Are you sure he's not mocking you? Because that sounds like you sometimes when you come up the steps. <laughs> no, this is different than me. His is not that fast. It's more like just like... <coughs> yeah. And then he waits to see if you're going to come open the door. He's just disgusted. Exactly. Oh. It's like he's disgusted with you for not having put him first. Yep, my mm-hmm. dog does that too. Well, and uh, they say if your dog it does suffer from high anxiety, and if you can tell, uh, petting the dog actually helps you as much as it uh, helps the dog as much as it helps you. You would think so, but then I'll pet my dog, and he does that same disgusted sigh and gets up and leaves. <laughs> wow, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I got friends that have that, like, winter, they got a winter dog, and, like, the dog will take its nose and put it under your hand if you stop oh. petting it. Oh, yeah. Because they want you to pet it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our dog does. He'll even paw at you, like, kind of like, hey. Don't put your hand back on me. Do that more. I've done that to my friends. Uh huh. <laughs> it's the same. I'm like, show Do you me roll attention. over and, and put your arms and legs up so they can get to your belly? That's <laughs> <laughs> my dog does. <laughs> I saw on TikTok this lady left for work and the dog chewed up her shoes. Oh, man. Aww. So she takes the shoes, says, This happened while I was at work. She calls the dog in the room. All of a sudden, the dog looks at the shoe. She's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? You look at me in the eye. And he turns his head and won't look her in the eye. <laughs> and his tail tucks down. So he knows exactly what they he's know. doing. I like the one with the two dogs um, tore up some trash. And he's like, who did this? And the other dog put his paw on yeah. the uh-huh. <laughs> This guy right here did that. Yeah. And the other dog is pushing him away. Yeah. Like, stop. Yeah. Dogs are great. I miss a puppy. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're kind of like those little kids. Remember those two kids in the bathtub that were like... Oh, they got they, paint all over they them? They got paint everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're like, who did that? Jake did yeah, it. Yeah, the other kid's <laughs> looking at the other one to see what they're supposed to answer. And he's like, yeah. And then he realizes he's in trouble. He's like, no. <laughs> Dogs do that. Dogs are as smart as your kid up to a certain point. That's true. I'd rather have a dog. <laughs> It's a lot easier to take care of. Easier to housebreak, I will say that. (laughs) Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Here's something that kind of surprised me. Uh, We've talked a lot about tipping on our show. Yeah. And I think most of us, at least in here, think it's a good thing. We just have to work out the details. But two out of three Americans have a negative view of tipping. And I have to believe that's the younger generation Mm -mm. because boomers are pretty much dead solid tippers. As someone who worked in the service industry for years and years, boomers are usually the worst tippers. I don't know about that. I'm speaking from experience. I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, I just posted, I think, on the station Facebook page yesterday about tipping uh, that a lot of people still look down on it. But it says here that Gen, I think it was Gen Z's, 
are the worst tippers. That's what I would have thought too, Kato. The Gen Zs, millennials, and men stand out for being the worst tippers, while older generations and women tip more generously. And I would think that I'm surprised about the women because men are usually trying to impress people by tipping. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all about showing out, and here you got a young female, often server, and you have a chance to impress both her and your buddies, and so you're going to throw some money down. Yeah, but it's harder to show off now when you tip because you're not using cash. They're doing the tip screen now, yes. and they're <laughs> flipping it around to you. I was like, I went and ordered face-to-face my food. They put and they put, put the tip screen, turn it around, and like you can put the tip on there if you want to. I'm doing all the work. I'm the one getting my food. No Makes one's bringing it out to me. They make you feel guilty, though. Don't yeah. They? I'm like, yeah. how far has tipping gone? Well, that's the big thing I think people worry about now is you feel like you're being asked to tip before you've yeah. even had the service. And I will say, I went on to read the Gen Zs and Millennials and men that it says when they do actually tip, they will tip better than the older generation. Interesting. If they do tip at all. Did y'all see that video of the girl who's petting the guy's dog? And she's like, thank you so much at the end. And he goes, oh, quick question, and holds his phone out, and it's a tip. Oh, that's thing. funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pretty hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, well, mm-hmm. this was a study by Bankrate. They said 66% of Americans have a negative view about tipping. Mostly, they're annoyed by how it's handled. Yeah. And that is true. 40% don't like that businesses underpay the staff so that they have to rely on tips for their wages. Now, that's always kind of been standard for waitresses, but it does seem like they're adding it to more and more positions. And that is frustrating because that's not the deal we signed up for when we started becoming customers. Well, back in the cash day, it was totally different. Now with these, you know, like I said, the iPads, the cell phones, it's like it's everywhere because it's easy. No one's giving you pressure. I'm like, hey, would you like to tip me? It's like they just throw it in your face. That's the same thing as someone going, hey, would you like to tip me with an iPad or whatever? Well, 32% or about one out of three of them don't like having the number already entered for them, Mm. like with suggested tip screens at coffee shops and casual counter service food places. I do like when they explain at the bottom, if you leave a 15% tip, it's this. I'm like, thank you. I want them to tell me what it is. 18%, 20% or suggest and tell me exactly what it is. Then I don't have to do that tip math in my head. Well, not too long ago, and I totally forget where, but... One of the machines that, that pops it up. Yeah, they don't even give fifteen percent an option anymore. I think uh-huh. It starts with eighteen percent and like twenty two, and yeah. then something well, else. <laughs> I'll give you a clue on fifteen. It's a little less than the eighteen. Right. Yeah. So I'm just, just go ahead and pick a number. Like if it says you know eighteen dollars, then make it fifteen. They have fine. set the tip amount for you at that point. Like mm-hmm. hey, and then what you need to do is ask them next time. Do you have like a five percent uh, tip thing on? Well, this? there's custom. You can do anything <laughs> yeah, you want on custom. No, I'm just saying. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I'd like to make it easier for me. Okay, 15% of people say they're confused about how much to tip and when. And that is true, like you said, Kato. When you're going up to like a counter where you're not doing that, they're not doing that much for you compared to do they get the same tip as the server who's been bringing me iced teas for the last 30 minutes? Right. It doesn't seem like the same thing. Well, it's like people go into like a McDonald's. They go up to the counter, <laughs> order, they wait for their food. They don't ask for tips the, the last time I've done that. But some restaurants, you go in, place your order, wait for it, take it out, and they've got the tip thing there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
Yeah, you know, like you're just, no different than McDonald's, bro. Yeah, you're but, still. But, but you know what? Though things changed at COVID because we were trying to support the True. restaurants, and so we started tipping. We started this ourselves. Tipping more. Yeah, and... we would tip more when we go in just to get the food and then leave. True. And so that's when it all kind of changed with this tipping thing, where everybody's like, "Hey, I can get a tip for anything." And my concern is if I don't tip and they're preparing my food. Like, even with the drive through kind of things, then I'm worried about my food. Well, you just got to think about, am I going to come here anytime soon again? It's yes, like, unfortunately, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> if you're going to be there ne- tomorrow or the yes. next day, you're like, okay, I need a tip. Yeah. Like, All right. oh, you again. <laughs> well, one out of three people said they think tipping culture has gotten out of control. And a lot of them say they would just rather pay higher prices and not have to tip. I don't know how I feel about that because then, like, they're in control of how much higher it goes. Right. Uh, some of the things that they say we almost always tip are servers at sit-down restaurants. Sure. I would hope so. That's yeah. what tipping was made for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most people start at 20% for that. Uh, also, people typically give tips to their hairstylists and barbers. Mm-hmm. And that's one I think is... That's a sketchy one, though, because sometimes they are the person in charge. Sometimes they're working for a company. But they're in charge of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> do them right. Well, you're doing it at the end, fortunately. Yeah. So, well. but, but I do think that, like, if it's a stylist that's already telling you this is how much I charge, this is what it is, that's different than someone who's working for super haircuts and they got $4 an hour plus your tip. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess I always do it. Even my dog groomer. You tip your dog groomer? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, they say the big confusion and, and frustration is whenever you're asked to tip before you've received the service. Which I've done that with food delivery. You can yes, when you, you do. order it online mm-hmm. you can opt to put the tip in. And I've heard from drivers that say those that leave a zero there, that makes them think they're not gonna get a tip. Even if you're gonna give them cash, it mm-hmm. makes them think they're not getting a tip. So I always tip good before I even get the food. And then they forgot my cookies. See, <laughs> they that's back, why you don't he, tip ahead. He went back and got them. Uh, here's Aww. what I've found, and it's super important. Like if I order a food online and I know they're dropping off two or three places, you tip poorly, you're the last place that got dropped off to. Your food has been sitting for a lot longer. Next time around. Because, yeah. Well, no, that time. Yeah. Oh. They got six orders in their car. Oh, you want to, that's why you want to tip preview, like the, before they yeah. deliver. I so got they you. Know. Ah, okay. Because I've, I've had it happen. I've gotten like to an $8 tip, and I get my stuff fresh and hot. I do a $6 tip, and it's like, dang, this was in the car forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, there's a song about it. When you tip, we tip, we tip. Is that? <laughs> no, maybe it was When dip. I tip, you tip, we tip. <laughs> That'd be a good song. They should play that at restaurants. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Well, there's a commercial about the guy who invented the tip screen. Real American hero. Today, we salute you, creator of the tip screen. It's important to tip the waitstaff. But if I just got takeout, now you're guilting me into leaving a tip. Who does it go to? The chef? The cashier? Why must I tip for groceries? Especially at the self-checkout. You should be tipping me. And the default is 25%. So the next time the frozen yogurt guy spins around the touchscreen and you're searching frantically for the no-tip option, throw a crumpled $1 bill into the tip jar and try to forget about the creator of the tip screen. real American hero. All this tipping has reached the tipping point. 
Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, I've got glue news for you. Okay. Glue news, glue <laughs> news, glue news with Hawk. There you go. This story comes from New Zealand. A truck flipped over and spilled 22 tons of glue. They had to call in glue experts for this to supervise the cleanup. And how do you get to be a glue expert? You learn about glue, you read about glue, you study glue, and you stick with it. Oh. <laughs> well, what kind of glue? If it's Elmer's glue, it seems like you just have fun peeling it off. Boy, it is fun. <laughs> it it? Is it's fun. like a sunburn sometimes. Yes, but yeah, yeah but yet you don't pull that mm-hmm. that raw part off your skin. You know, <laughs> the glue guy that I hate most, and I guess hate's a strong word, I dislike most, is the guy that puts the glue on the toilet paper. You know, it's always hard to get that separated just right. Or the paper towels, the glue on the paper yes, towels. Yes, the paper towel. Yeah. I'm like, I need a PhD to get this thing undone. No. And with the toilet paper, you may end up pulling one layer, one of the <laughs> layers off. So yeah. you're, it's une- you're on the wrong layer of toilet paper at that point. You're on the middle layer. First world problems. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they are. They're true problems. Well, earliest known example of humanity using natural glues goes back to prehistoric hunters using natural glue to bind stone arrowheads to axe stones or yeah or or <laughs> the stones to axes from and the piece of wood then they'd wrap it with the leather or whatever they had to do that but that's kind of interesting that they had the glue or whatever they used tree sap or whatever oh. you should do a show about this stuff that is crazy fascinating okay first written <laughs> uh, record of glue was with the ancient egypts Egyptians, uh, one of the earliest examples where they had uh, written on the wall, you know how you see the hieroglyphics and all that stuff. And uh, Pharaoh, they glued his casket shut or his tomb shut with some kind of animal glue. Wow. I saw. No, I'm serious. That's interesting. (laughs) Really? Yes. I thought the arrowhead thing was really interesting, too. I mean, I never knew that there was glue. I just thought it was wrapped, and that's how it stayed there. Mm -hmm. And I had a question. Is hieroglyphics, or that's just the graffiti back in that day? It is. The vandalism. (laughs) Well, it was that or either emojis, early emojis. (laughs) Actually, I read an interesting thing, and they found a bunch of early Roman hieroglyphics, and it really was apparently just pictures of men's private parts. And it was basically graffiti or just people being jerks and writing that on the walls. But that's, that's what the early stuff was. They were making fun of them all. I think they were just being silly. I think they just thought it was funny to draw pictures of that on the walls. Or, the, so, or that's the porn they had back in the day. Well, that would be sad. But it's like, I think basically it was guys being immature even hundreds and thousands of years ago. <laughs> Y'all watch this. <laughs> okay. Now, and you... Here, you know, what is glue made out of? Most of us heard that like glue's made out of horses' hooves. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. You know, like if the, they use the whole horse. I've always heard horses. You've heard like there's all kinds of jokes about if that horse don't win the race, he's gonna be at the glue factory. Right. That's the whole horse though. Yeah. Now that is there's some truth to that. But throughout history these days they say most glue uh, are created are man made materials. They're made from man and also animal byproducts. <laughs> And they're other made from stuff. man. That's even worse uh, than the they're, horses. They're, they're man-made materials. You ever figured out what vanilla is made of? Google that. I don't think I want to. Beavers are involved. Wow. If it's not from vanilla bean, it's beavers. I was say, I thought it Look was it vanilla up. beans. It's beaver beans. Well, <laughs> <laughs> close. Have you ever milked a beaver? 
It oh. wouldn't sit still. It's the weirdest thing, man. Hold <laughs> <laughs> still, Beaver. I feel like we've gotten into some serious psychedelic we, drugs we here. We have glue right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pass that Elmer's. Yeah. And speaking of Elmer's glue, is originally created with, uh, I guess, protein found in cow's milk. That's why oh. they have the cow symbol on Elmer's glue. Oh, I and never... it's white. Okay, like cow's milk, kind of, yes. (laughs) All right, Tori is referring to apparently they use part of the beaver's anal glands. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm going to stick to the pure vanilla bean kind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Briar. No more more vanilla milkshakes for me. (laughs) 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 Vanilla beaver anal milkshake. (laughs) However, oh, Snopes said there. it's mostly false. However, I don't know. If I don't trust Snopes either. I think they're made from beaver excretions, too. It is true, but if you get vanilla bean vanilla, then you're good. You just have to make sure it it's says got bean. that specifically. Oh, well, good then. <laughs> but, but what about milkshakes? Because I like vanilla milkshakes. Well, that's vanilla know. bean, I think. I hope. Yeah. I guess it depends on where you're going. <laughs> yeah, pay full price for that. If it's ever on sale... Don't get it. I'll look that up. (laughs) (laughs) They asked several of the companies, and they said that we do not use the material castoreum, which is what that is. It's not a common raw material that we use, so we can safely say our natural vanilla flavors do not contain any animal juices. How do they extract that from the beaver? It's like, is there like a beaver proctologist out there? (laughs) It's the same as your dog when they extract your dog. Yeah. You squeeze with those gloves on. Wouldn't it be cool That's if it was extract. like a pump? What's it called? What's it called, Kato? What? I'm sorry. When, when, the, when you do the dog thing. The, the express. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like that. It's like expressing your dog. Oh, that beaver has an expression when they're doing, <laughs> extracting that. Do they go to the beavers and say, hey, we have a medical experiment. We want to <laughs> get you involved. <laughs> You'll make $500 a day. Yeah. Twigs. And, and who was the first person to taste it to think, oh, this kind of tastes, tastes like vanilla? Somebody lost. You know it was on a dare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they say there's countless cases where we use super glue binding surfaces on places underwater. Forensics, like lifting fingerprints from surfaces, they use it for that. Cosmetics, woodworking, and even medicine. They say they would use it to close wounds back in some of the wars. So hold still, I'm going to put some super glue on you. That's not even like something they only did in the past. They do that now all the time. Super glue is used to cut a lot of cuts to close them up. And apparently to close the eyelids, too. Did you see that lady? Yes. They put super glue. <gasps> she said it was right beside her super glue was right beside her visine. I'm like, who does that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're right. I'm like, we were talking about this last night because a friend of mine said he accidentally put eardrops in his eyes and it burnt. Yeah. I'm like, that's understandable. Uh-huh. Eardrops in the bathroom, but super glue on your sink. Oh, you know what? Because she probably glues her eyelashes on. And uh, that's the, it's why they have glue. Is, is that, do y'all use glue for the eyelashes? Not I, super glue. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, you're doing it wrong. Apparently so. They're never coming off with that. I wow. bet they stay longer. Yeah. But they ain't nothing like looking down at your drink at a bar and there's an eyelash laying in it. See, that's not going to happen with super glue. Yeah, right? You're like, did the bartender lose an eye? She's over there winking at you the whole time. Oh, that's why she's winking at me. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 